0: It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Hello there, and welcome to our 50th, would you count them, 50th podcast of Good News and And better news, somewhere in Grand Forks, North Dakota, somebody just lit a sparkler and is waving it in the air victoriously. Or not. So glad to have you here. Sometimes I just like to sit and listen to people talk. I I, I know this may be very hard to believe, but I actually prefer to listen than speak. You see, when I started this podcast, I I sat down with my friends and I envisioned that the podcast would be no more than 22 minutes. You can hear it in our introduction. 22 minutes. I thought any more than 22 minutes strains the attention span of any good human. But see, here's what happened. When I got into it around uh, podcast two... I realize that 22 minutes is too much. Most of the time, I land between 14 to 18 minutes. That's enough for me. See, I gauge the value of what I'm saying on when I start to bore myself. Therefore, I certainly do enjoy listening to other people elaborate on their particular situations as long as they don't get too long-winded. One fellow I heard recently, he was in this room of people and he spoke to the whole room stating that if he could get the right circumstances, he thinks he can pull it off. If I can just get the right circumstances, I could pull it off. To me, that's similar to saying, if I had a million dollars, I'd have a million dollars. I know for a fact that having a million dollars would not solve anything but. But it would give you a first class ulcer over how quickly a million dollars can be spent. (laughs) The the old saying, you know, the one I'm talking about, it takes money to make money. Absolutely ridiculous. You know what it takes? It takes hard work and ingenuity to make money, even when you already have it. Nevertheless, we do hardly believe that our greatest problem is the circumstance we are presently in, rather than knowing it's, it's how we're utilizing our circumstances, how we're dealing with them, how we're facing them. It's not, if life gives you lemons, make lemonade, because that's not true. If life gives you lemons, all you can make is lemon juice, which is a liquid form of the sour solid. To make lemonade, you need sugar. What is the sugar in every situation? What brings the sweetness? What sweetness can we bring which will transform any possibility into an actual opportunity. I don't think you'll get the chance to do anything of quality in your life if you don't ask one powerful question. Am I starting out with the truth? Am I, am I actually telling myself what is real or am I already lying to get myself excited and motivated? This is one of the reasons politics does not work. Politicians always exaggerate. Stating what they will actually be able to do has little pizzazz. So they exaggerate. They lie to you. They do what's necessary to get into office. Hollywood sucks because of the, the need for a happy ending or or a startling ending. that just scares the shit out of you. Let's be honest, but most endings in life are neither happy nor startling, but instead they're often incomplete, demanding that we patiently work with them a little bit more and transform them into something better. And, of course, I don't need to tell you this, but I will anyway. Religion is ridiculous. It feels the need to promise heaven by portraying that life is hell. We're not ever going to do well as people if we can't start off with the truth. And the truth is always simple. Here's what the truth always is. No matter where you are, the truth is taking what you see and adding what you know. The truth is just taking what you see and adding what you know. What we see needs to be reinforced with what we we know personally to be true. And certainly what we know to be true has to be mingled with what's available for us to work with. What is the the truth of my situation? Am I starting with the truth or am I lying to myself, overestimating or hoping that something will come better? It will just get better. Instead of having a great plan to use what's there. Things are only mediocre if you don't work with them. You understand what I mean? People say, oh, that's too mediocre for me. And everything is kind of mediocre until you make it better. And better has to be passed through if you're ever going to achieve the best. If I do start out with the truth, I have a chance that what I'm going to do will make me free. Free financially. Mentally free. Emotionally free to express myself. But here's the fact. If I start with a lie, another lie will soon be needed. added on to the first lie. Because that first lie wore out. And I need to reinforce it with another lie. Hurry, and get a box, put it under that leg so it looks like things are even. You're never going to fly if you don't start with the truth. And the truth is a blend of what you see and what you know. There's a second thing that I always have to include in my thinking if I really want to fly. Have I found the simplest way to do things? Mother Nature is so tricky. She, She is. She'll try to hand four or five problems on you at the same time. Here you go. Good luck. And as long as you laugh at her and take them on in a single file one at a time, You'll be able to fly and you will soon be able to succeed. Because if you try to multitask and do many things at the same time, you do all of them poorly. Just because three or four problems come your way does not mean there should be three plans immediately devised. And the truth, which is where we begin, is this. There is no such thing as three problems. There's the one in front, of you, and then there's you finding the simplest way of handling it. <laughs> I just, I got to tell you, you got to be aware of those who start out a discussion by saying, now listen, this is going to be complicated. Run. And always avoid those who continue to try to complicate things while they're doing them so it will look like they're really <sighs> working hard. It's boy. I'm great. Look at me go. I'm suffering. So if I want to fly, I've got to start off with the truth. What I see mingled with what I know. And then realize I will never be able to multitask my problems. Merely take the next one in line, even even if they're pushing each other to try to get my attention. Just take the next one in line and find the simplest, simplest way to handle it. There's one little piece of verse from the good book that always tickles my brain. It's, it's from Jesus, and it's an obscure one. People don't talk about it much, but Jesus says, When the Son of Man comes back to earth, will he find faith? See, we we define faith as believing in God or going to church. That's not what Jesus is talking about. Jesus is talking about will we continue to have human beings living on this planet who can adapt to the world around them instead of cursing it, avoiding it, or worse, condemning it. Just think of this. Just take a moment. I don't know whether whether you were alive or not. Think of this, if Jerry Falwell and the moral majority had known in 1983 that God was more concerned about the hearts and souls of homosexuals than he was about their sexual preference, Falwell could have adapted, had his faith used, which could have moved a whole mountain of misunderstanding. Instead, he sat around and generated prejudice, which is taken nearly 20 years to break. How about another example? Robert E. Lee, the great general from the South in the Civil War. If he had realized that he wasn't fighting a war for the honor of Virginia, but rather a conflict over whether we should continue slavery, he might have adapted and had the faith to stay out of it, which certainly would have shortened the pain and the death of that was caused by it. I'm, I'm looking for ways to change me because it's the only change that's truly available. Can I adapt? Will there be faith on earth found in me if God decides to come down and just take a peek at his creation? I want to fly, but sometimes you have to have your wings clipped. Mm, they're too clumsy. There's too many too much, too many feathers you feathered your nest too much. Your wings need to be clipped. They need to be streamlined. If you won't allow for that process, but instead stubbornly demand your own way, the truth of the matter is, folks, you won't fly. You're going to stay earthbound. Let me fly. But let me do it by starting off with the truth, taking my problems on one at a time, and adapting myself to what needs to be done and therefore establishing that there's faith on earth found in me. The good news is people can fly. The better news is you just have to lift the burdens of lying, complexity, and a fear of change. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.